What is going on, everybody? I hope you're having an amazing day. My name is Nestor Sanchez, and this is my business partner. What is going on, everyone? My name is Ryan Prendez. Thank you guys for tapping into today's podcast. And we are the master nodes. As always, we appreciate you hopping on. Uh, remember to follow our personal social medias. Mine is masternode one. My boys is at Ride the Crypto Guy. And make sure to stay till the end to hear some additional resources that can get you more zoned into cryptocurrency. And today's topic is crypto news. Yes, Nestor. So for the news this week, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Robinhood. Have you heard about what's going on with them? Um, not necessarily, no. So uh, basically, Robinhood has started more layoffs this year. Um, I don't know if you've been paying attention to their stock price, um, but in the past year alone, since they went public, um, they've actually lost around 70% of their share value. They were starting off at $35 and dropped to around $10. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And I think a lot of companies right now are in some really hot water. You think about Coinbase, it's pretty much the same exact thing. They started at what, like 300, $350 a share. And now they're trading around 70. So I feel like a lot of these um, investing um, stocks really got impacted by, you know, the recession and stuff like that. No, yes, definitely. Um, and actually the company came out and said that it was due to economic climate and reduced trading activity, which I completely agree and believe because, you know, I've seen everything that's kind of going on right now and it's not looking too good out there. Um, they actually came out with their quarterly review and they said uh, their revenues were at 318 million, which is still a lot of money, but that's not considering how last year they were at 565 million around this time. So they're they're down about like 44% right now, which is, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, that's a good percentage. I think that kind of goes to show how everybody is an investor during like a bull market, right? Everybody is a full-blown investor. Everybody understands the market when it's a bull market. But once those bear markets hit, the money stops flowing. So I think that's, it goes to show like people love to invest when they're making money. But when the hard times come, that's when they pull back. Oh, most definitely. And I think another reason why we see like a drastic drop in their share price is also because you got to keep in mind with an exchange like Robinhood, you can't send the crypto offline. So technically they own the cryptocurrency. So just in the crypto aspect of Robinhood, they're down right now. They're down as much as MicroStrategy's down. They're down as much as any other company that where you can't hold like own or, or send the crypto offline from that exchange, they're down as much as them. So when considering that and then considering the stock market on how it is, you know, it, it's, it puts a heavy burden on them. Uh, for instance, you know, just in their monthly users alone, uh, we saw it drop roughly by a third. You know, they had uh, 14 million users in June of 2022. Uh, and that's compared with the 21.3 million users in the second quarter of 2021. So like, you know, to kind of see this drop in uh, users, we find ourselves looking at, you know, okay, what is this exchange going to do to kind of, you know, come back from this? Because uh, there's like a lot of fear uh, from people saying, you know, if this exchange goes under and it was to, you know, file for us, um, what is that called? What's bankruptcy? Chapter 11. Yeah. 
And if it was to file for chapter 11, you know, what kind of happens to their shares? And luckily uh, their shares are FDIC certified, uh, maybe not their crypto as much, which, you know, kind of sucks, but at least their shares on Robinhood are FDIC certified up to a certain amount. So once it reaches that certain amount, you know, you're, you're kind of SOL. But um, before it reaches that certain amount, which I believe it's around 100K, um, you are able to either, you know, collect or get a check from sent to you from Robinhood, or you can move your shares onto another exchange or another um, portfolio, and then it won't be affected. You know, you'll get the same amount of shares in equal value at the time that you lost them and the time that, you know, you're regaining them back. Yeah, and I think um, what you said about like the wallets, I think they are making steps towards like changing that. Um, I know I have access to um, the wallet, so I am able to send it off to, you know, my ledger, which I think is very, very important, especially like with things you're saying right now, you know, we are in a recession. We are a lot of companies, especially exchanges are struggling with uh, maintaining liquidity and capital and stuff like that. So um, I think they are making steps towards that, but I think that's also like, um, it's pulling away liquidity from what they have in terms of assets and it's pulling it out into other places. And I think that's also having a, an effect on, you know, their stock price, how much assets they have, because technically they're, they're, you know, leaving the, the platform. Yeah. So, you know, we'll kind of see what direction Robinhood is heading in, but uh, really I, at this point, it's kind of tough to say, I really want to have some hope and say, I mean, I'm not invested in Robin Hood, so really I can give two shits, but, um, you know, I, I kind of hope that, you know, they really pull out of this one. Uh, I could see that they're, like you said, they're having the wallet integration, which is good. Not every user has access to that, which is also bad. Um, they're slowly rolling that out over time. And I think because, you know, there's a lot of um, indecisiveness right now with crypto, they've kind of halted, maybe halted that process or maybe been a little hesitant on um you know continuing that process because we've been seeing a lot of uh liquidation issues with other exchanges you know so if they were to just release that to everyone at this time i think they would face the same issues as well so uh you have to look into the finances of the company itself to see if it's a solid idea to utilize them or maybe like consider other options um you know but that's just my two cents on robin hood again rooting for them hoping they do well um, and we'll see what the outcome of that situation is. But I know you also wanted to talk about something else. Yes. Um, so there was a, another hack. I know we come on to some of these crypto newses and uh, we bring this stuff up. It's not necessarily good news, but it's definitely news that you need to know. Um, Solana, unfortunately, got hacked. Um, I believe it got hacked again. So this um, attack specifically hacked around 8,000 wallets. Uh, it's a pretty large amount of wallets and it's taken around $4.5 million in tokens from these users. Um, it's taken tokens um, like Solana, USDC and other Solana tokens. So it is kind of strictly on Solana's network and specifically um, some of the affected wallets are Slope and Phantom and it doesn't um, appear to be a bug in Solana's core code, according to an engineer, but it is software used by several software wallets um, that are kind of popular amongst the users. 
Um, I don't know, Ryan, do you invest into any Solana NFTs or into um, anything Solana really? Do you think you would be affected by this? No, this I used actually to, just dropped recently. No, I, I used to have Solana um, in my portfolio and uh, I actually got rid of it. Um, so, you know, kind of on, well, I, I mean, if it did drop it, you know, I may be on the safe side. But, um, you know, I, I kind of think that Solana has had a lot, a lot of issues, you know, since it launched. And then, I mean, you know, you can't really blame them because they're like one of the newest cryptos to come out. I think it's like it's only a couple years old at this point. But, um, you know, the, with them being labeled the Ethereum killer, it kind of seems like they're killing themselves. And um, and with Solana, I feel like they've had a lot of issues from the get, you know, when we first came out uh, or when they first came out with uh, NFTs, you know, we saw their system crash multiple times throughout that day alone. Um, and to the point where they actually had to shut down and halt all trading of Solana just so that way they could reset their systems and kind of get back on track. And I feel like with Solana now, you know, we're seeing a lot of these um, issues being brought up that we didn't see with ethereum so for them to be labeled like an ethereum killer i i really don't see them killing ethereum anytime soon until you know they fix their own issues and until they get everything resolved you know at home they're gonna be nowhere near an ethereum killer yeah and i think um, you know, Ethereum has had its fair share of hacks. <laughs> One of the biggest hacks that just recently happened was like 300 million, I believe. So, um, I don't know. It, it's a lot of different things that kind of play in effect. And I think Ethereum has, a, I feel like a lot of credibility right now, simply because I, I think they're running the game, you know, and Solana, it, yeah, like you were saying, has had its fair share of troubles, um, you know, like your outages and all this stuff. And um, I think it's all a part of the process. Um, definitely um, being on the safe side of things is always kind of best for your, you and your portfolio. So I actually do have Solana, um, but most of it is all stored in my hardware wallet. So I have it on the ledger. I am not risking my Solana by putting it online. Um, if I do want to buy an NFT or something like that, I could totally utilize um, other wallets and stuff like that to utilize it and buy those NFTs. But for the most part, I have it locked down. Um, and I think that's very vital, especially in the space and time that we're in right now. This is kind of the wild west of cryptocurrency of the space. It's new. There are bandits. There are thieves. And guess what? Sometimes they want your money more than you. Right. So they're taking a lot of procedures. They're obviously very researched. Um, there was four attackers and they were able to take four point five million dollars. So when you think about the scale that they're doing this, they want your money very much more than you do. And if you don't have it secure, guess what? They're going to be able to take it. Um, I really think security is a huge thing, um, especially when it comes to this point in time. Um, right now, the Solana network is actually still up and running, but it's had some network outages due to some users attempting to kind of um, slowed down the hackers by overwhelming the servers. So it's kind of similar to a DDoS. They were trying to um, 
overwhelm the server so that it, it would shut down in order for these hackers to not be able to do this. And I just want to reiterate, um, having hardware wallets and DeFi insurance um, is becoming more and more vital in this space and time that we are in now. Um, Ryan, what do you think about preventative measures in this space? I think preventative measures really do need to be like in full swing when it comes to users and, you know, kind of ways that they're securing their crypto just because, you know, with everything that's going on right now, high volatility, you know, we have uh, hacks that are happening. Uh, We also have, you know, just other factors that come into play when um, dealing with, you know, just cybersecurity in general. I think we find ourselves you know, getting too comfortable with the idea of just keeping our crypto on exchanges or buying it and then leaving it there like on Coinbase or something like that. Uh, we have to start being proactive in securing our crypto. Uh, a lot of people, you know, are new to the space. They have no idea how to secure their crypto. And, you know, that's kind of where we have to step in as, you know, crypto enthusiasts. Uh, we have to, you know, kind of let people know how they can secure their crypto. And we actually have a podcast on that. If you guys want to check that out, you can go ahead and click on this link right here. And we do have a podcast on security when it comes to crypto. Um, but I believe now more than ever is the time to really just step back and analyze, okay, you know, I have my portfolio. It's spread out over this exchange, this exchange, this exchange. And it may be like in this hardware wallet, Um but in the day of age that we're living in now, everything could be vulnerable to um, cyber attacks. Yeah, definitely now is the time to move your money from hot storage wallets like exchanges into cold storage wallets such as Trezor and Ledgers. Um, you know, my dad would always say it's better to have a fire extinguisher in the house and never have to use it than um, one spark basically burning your entire house down because you didn't have that preventative measure. So definitely taking the time to research, to um, invest in security, especially because crypto is all you, be your own bank, you're gonna have to invest into security, you're gonna have to invest a little bit in that knowledge as well, just so that you can survive. Yes, most definitely. Um, and that kind of wraps up today's podcast. Thank you guys for tapping in. Much appreciated. As always, remember to follow and subscribe to our social media accounts on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter, all at the Master Nodes. Our visual podcast experience can be found on YouTube, and our audio podcast experience can be found on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and all your other favorite podcast sources. Remember to visit our website, www.themasternodes.com, and subscribe to our email list to receive the latest and greatest cryptocurrency information. Yes, sir. And as always, we also have a Discord available for you guys. If you wanted to, just DM us in any of our social media, and we could get you that link. It is for people who want to learn people who are already interested in the space, um, people who want to network with individuals who um, may be more experienced. And if you don't wanna learn, then you don't have to be in this Discord, it's totally fine. Another thing that we have for you guys is we are partnered with a an academy 
called I Am Mastery Academy. They will get you from A to Z with cryptocurrency investing. They also have stocks, options, Forex, but you know, we're focused on cryptocurrency. It can teach you from how to invest like dollar cost averaging all the way from staking to liquidity pools and trading ultimately. So if you guys are interested, as always, you can DM us and we will get you more information on that. Mm -hmm. um, as always, try your best to choose kindness and have a great day. Yes. Thank you guys again for tapping in. Much appreciated as always and bless up. Here at the Master Nodes, we are not making any claims as to income you may earn. Before entering any agreement, please use caution and seek the advice of a professional advisor, such as attorney or financial advisor. Please ensure your own research is done before investing any money into the market.